I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Rotten Pea. You just heard Scott's uh, funniest scene from 10 Things I Hate About You. (laughs) (laughs) He was busting up. You're a psychopath. Yeah. And then uh, for those of you who don't know, this is a movie where four friends review at movies. You absolutely, a movie, a podcast. Where four <laughs> friends review movies you absolutely should have Did you seen. say we review a podcast? No, This is I a said, movie where four friends review yeah. a podcast. <laughs> so we need to get some cameras. And you know, you guys are going to see us finally. I know most of you don't know what we look like and have never met us in person. <laughs> uh, and this week we're going to be talking about 10 things I hate about you. What's number one on your list? Number one on my list of what? Oh, reasons I hate <laughs> Ten you. things. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, just because of how much you guys, uh, you know, hate my movies that the critics like. I'm not going to talk about this did one. Did the critics like this one? I'm not going to talk about this one in particular. Liked. But uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it's made me cry like she did. <laughs> <laughs> Us hating your movies? <laughs> yeah, I go home after, after every recording and I'm like, why didn't they like it? <laughs> <laughs> I what, don't know what to do. What was your biggest disappointment as far as movies that you've done that we didn't like? I mean, I don't know. It, like uh, movies that I like, I picked the good, the bad and the ugly, which is one of my favorite movies. I knew you weren't going to like it. So then, yeah. What, what are you, you know, thinking? I don't know. I just <laughs> want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Sometimes you just get in the mood to cry. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I like my friends a bit too much. So <laughs> Let's uh was there one that you nominated that you actually thought we would really like that we didn't? Uh I'm trying to remember what I even nominated last year. Uh, uh the that Clint Eastwood one. The good, the bad, and the Dirt, ugly. Dirty Harry. Dirty oh, Harry. Dirty Harry. Uh, no, I didn't remember a lot about Dirty Harry. I just remember being like, this you know, this is an iconic movie. Uh and I liked the first half a lot. I think we all really enjoyed the first half. Oh, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. What about <laughs> young Frankenstein? Did you think we'd like young Frankenstein? I thought Tyler would like young Frankenstein. I really did. Uh, he did not. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. I didn't. Uh, Spoiler alert for a podcast. We already <laughs> released <laughs> in spooked. What, what about Napoleon dynamite? No, no, I didn't even expect to like that one. <laughs> <laughs> It just had to be done. What about this one? Do you think we will like this one? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, why, why do you do this to well, us? Well, so this is what I was thinking is like, I'm not a big rom-com guy. You, know? you could have nominated You've Got Mail. I was thinking about it. And then you said it was the most boring movie you'd ever seen. And so I was like, <laughs> well, I really genuinely think You've Got Mail is a good movie. really like it. At least this is a teen movie, you know, that I'd only seen once before. Like uh, my Emily, my oldest sister, uh, maintains that it's the last good teen movie. And so I'd watched Oof, it with her. That's a hot take. Um, and are, I was what, like, are there recent good teen movies? Yeah. The, the, like what? Like uh, book smart book smart. 
I wouldn't classify that super as a teen bad. Movie. How is that? Well, they're teenagers. How is that not a teen movie? I don't think what, it's, what I makes think them like a teen movie. I think it's like like targeted at main teens. characters are teens. I don't know. I think like a teen movie would be like targeted this is a movie teenagers. targeted That's what at I teenagers. Think of too. You don't think teens could like Booksmart or Superbad? I think anybody. I don't think, think, they, think they were the, like think they were the target. <laughs> There's a lot of talking over each other from I'm both sorry. you guys. Just so you know, no one's going to hear anything that either of you just said. Perfect. <laughs> That's probably good. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go. And then I'll go. <laughs> what was I, what question was I addressing? Oh yeah. I don't think, I think that like a teen movie is a movie for teenagers, not a movie about teenagers. Like anybody could go watch super bad and be like, that was, I've never seen it. So you're telling me that teenagers are going to watch a movie about teenagers and think, I don't like, I, I, I don't relate to this fellow teenager. <laughs> no, like I, what I'm saying is I don't think that they're, you think that teenagers were the target audience for super bad, yes. a rated R movie that yeah. you, you yes. can't see until you're 17. Yes. Yeah. But they, I mean, they all see it anyways. Like, yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Haven't seen it. So I can't, it's I can't definitely <laughs> not targeted at it. It's all, it's super sophomoric. It's definitely not targeted for adults. Like, yeah, it's not like 40 year old men. Like, oh man, how great was super bad? <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Charles. Chad. Chad is that your name for Charles a 40 year old? Is an year old man. Name. I meant to say Charles. Chad is a teen. A I teen know. Name. I know one Charles. Uh, it's my grandpa and he's like, 87 years old. That just proves my point. Superbad is not made for men named Charles. <laughs> it's like, made for Chad. What, what sounds older, Charles or Chuck? Well, he goes by Chuck. Uh, They're both old. They're both old. But uh, I feel I all this to say, I think that there's been plenty of teen movies that have come out. Even like uh, on a more serious note, like The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, totally. I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, so she actually know. likes that movie. I saw it I think as a teenager and liked it. Um. Anyways. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, who, who, which sister said that? Emily, my oldest. Emily, you are wrong. <laughs> All right. She doesn't listen. Now that uh, we've, but... now that we've savagely attacked <laughs> Emily. But, um, yeah. So I was like, you know, like, should I pick that? Like, uh, I really like You've Got Mail. One of my, probably my favorite rom-com. You should I have thought, stuck to your guns. I was thinking maybe, maybe I'll make him watch an Indian rom-com. I've watched a lot of those and like. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't. As, as far as like, uh, like. I think maybe they might be the peak of the genre because they're so crazy. <laughs> you know, there's songs, there's drama, like everything is so heightened and like it's, it's what a ridiculous rom-com should be in a way, but they're also so unrelatable to all of us. Um, so I just Googled good rom-coms and I was like, I've seen this one and it was on a list that people liked. So I went for it and I love Heath Ledger and I like JGL. I uh, will concede that like, I feel like, Everyone I know loves this movie. Like, uh, I feel like I know popular. so many people that just love it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really popular. I've talked to a lot of people that really like it. And uh, I was like, they're not going to, <laughs> you know, because that's like a lot of my movies. So it's like, oh, people like this movie, but they hate it. They hate it because they hate me. <laughs> that is true. That's why we hate all your movies. It's mostly just yeah. we attribute it to you. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh. I was a late bloomer on this. Had anyone else seen this before? Yeah, I'd seen this before. I was a late bloomer. So Scott, let's uh, let's hear from you first. What uh, what do you think watching this movie again? Um, I don't think it's awful. I think at the time it was probably one of the, it was probably the best teen movie. I think there probably has been better teen movies that have come out since then. Um, but I think like in its time it was it was probably the best teen movie. Hmm. 
What what <laughs> do you have a teen movie from that era that you think is better? Uh not off the top of my head, but Yeah, not off the top of my head, but I feel like there has to be. But I categorize it very much as like a teen movie, which I yeah, put in a I, lower tier than like regular f- movies or film. No, sure, I, I sure. totally totally hear you. I get it. I'm I'm just not uh you you caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that claim to be made about this at all. The best teen movie <laughs> at the time. Yeah, I wasn't expecting When did that. this come out? Uh, 1999. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, I I don't know. I, yeah, I, like, I, I don't want to debate it, came it out too on, like, much. Disney Channel. Brink? <laughs> Was Disney Channel making teen movies? Brink? Brink is a, a teen That's, movie for five-year-olds. Yeah, it's not really. <laughs> it's like, this is what you will be like when you're... It's not a real teen movie. <laughs> you know, but this movie, I will say, fits the romance theme. So romantic that Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles <laughs> couldn't help but start dating. That was one of my biggest Oh, did gripes. they start dating from they this? They started dating while they were filming this movie. Oh, did it last? Uh, it lasted until 2000. What? Also oh, a year? Yeah, or I don't know how long, like when this movie came out in 1999. Yeah, in the yeah ninety nine. What? Let me look. So <laughs> this was released March thirty first, nineteen ninety. Tyler is googling teen movies nineties, and we're getting <laughs> Pet Cemetery two. So that's not it. There's a sequel to Pet Cemetery. We're I getting never saw the first one. Children of the Corn six six six. Well, this is specifically this is <laughs> oh, horror teen God. movies from the nineties. Uh, teens liked adaptations of Shakespeare, and they liked horror, and that's it. You know that what did Mean Girls come out? I feel like, like two thousand four. Yeah, something. that's around the time. Yeah, but after I said up to that point. up to that okay, point. Up yeah, to that it's point. yeah, it's definitely after. But I mean, just to like to to throw up the white flag when I googled nineties uh, teen movies, it, the thing that came up was like popular teen movies from the nineties. The number one movie is Ten Things I Hate About You. Yep. There you go. And you know what? It's probably the best Julia Stiles Shakespeare adaptation to a teen movie out there. And there are three. <laughs> <laughs> she was in O, which was Othello, and she was in one more. I forget what it was right now. Um, and then they they were doing this a lot. Like uh, Amanda Bynes was in She's the Man. Yeah. I don't know why that was the idea that teens just really want. I don't she, know. They really want to hear The Bard, which uh, was something I read a lot in the trivia. People were, people were like, oh, The Bard. And I'm like, we can just, <laughs> call, him, we just call him Shakespeare. I don't know why you got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> why Why he's the artist formerly known as William Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> who, are you, who are you trying to impress IMDb? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you heard from me. I want to hear you, you guys kind of rip into it a little bit. What did you guys think? Oh, no, I don't have anything to rip into it. I really enjoyed it. I just like... I don't know. I I wouldn't have put it up there in my head. I guess most of the most of the teen movies that you know I connected to were, you know, in the two thousands mm-hmm. uh, when I was a teenager. When we were teenagers, yeah. Um, and so I guess you know, looking back at this list of popular teen movies from the nineties, there are only a handful that I would say like I thought are better teen movies than this, but I understand why most of America would disagree. Like I think hackers is way better. I don't even know what that is. I like that. Um, one of the Google results for nineties teen movies is newsies. Yeah. Which seems like a pretty big stretch. It's, it's a, it's a stretch for sure. <laughs> what yeah. is newsies? It's like from the, it's 20s, a musical. It's like, yeah, this musical that takes place in the twenties about oh. orphans oh. starring Christian Bale. Nice. I actually really liked that movie as a kid. Oh, yeah. I've never, I seen loved I newsies. I was like seven, not a teenager. Hmm. Yeah, and and I I mean I can sing like half the songs from yeah, Newsies. Definitely. I really love it. Oh, I love Newsies still to this day. Yeah, 
Oh, but like the Karate Kid, the um, the Hillary Swank one came out in the nineties. And like, even if we're going to say not just nineties, I feel like karate kid in general is a better teen movie, like than 10 things I hate about you or um, just all the eighties teenage movies, breakfast club. Yeah. All, all of oh, John Hughes. Pretty I would pink, like to make like, sure that I haven't misquoted Emily. Emily said the last good, not the best. Oh, well I'm, we've already uh, yeah. proven that wrong. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and um, I, I think anyways, I was more responding to Scott because oh, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott said I, best. I wasn't. Yeah. I think there are eighties movies that are for sure better. I put Ferris Bueller up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I think I'd watch this before I'd watch Ferris Bueller again. Oh, Are you kidding 100% me? 100% no for me. I, I like, you know, I, I was very... But he wrote it really low on Ferris. I didn't rate... I, everybody is telling me this. I didn't do... I rated it like a solid, like seven point something. I was just very whatever about it. I feel like if, if our male protagonist is not like aragorn level of honorable and like noble you think they're despicable people like you hated uh harry <laughs> well, uh, and you hated ferris bueller you had the lowest rated for ferris bueller you i know 7.1 yeah i think that was fair i don't think anybody was much above that were they uh 7.1 uh we had a 7.3 a 7.7 and a 7.4 yeah Zach had the highest at seven point seven. Um, but anyways, I I disagree with that. I don't think that I don't I don't call everybody despicable. I don't think that I don't think that Patrick in Ten Things I Hate About You is particularly you you honorable hated, guy. Like hated, this, uh, this movie is about Patrick getting paid to take Cat on a date. You hated right? Mark Zuckerberg for a hundred bucks. <laughs> I just hate Mark Zuckerberg. In retrospect, that's probably a. Fair, fair assessment. Fair assessment. <laughs> fair assessment. He's, it's not like anybody is like, I'm really on the Zuck train, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ty, do you want to get into like what you liked about this movie? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought that, uh, I thought that it was a, a fun plot. I liked how, when they like, uh, like it, it almost felt like fourth wall breaks when they would interject direct quotes from Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, like it, they, they would like change lighting when they did it or like, you know, and I loved the, I loved the, the, in particular, the bit when they quote it, uh, they're quoting directly from William Shakespeare and, uh, Patrick played by Heath Ledger says, don't say that to me. People can hear you. <laughs> don't, don't say things like that around me. Um, like I thought it, it took itself not too seriously, which I love about movies that are maybe a little bit like far-fetched or ridiculous in like the romantic comedy world. Um, like it, it felt like it didn't try too hard, which I, I really enjoyed. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love Joseph Gordon. Love it. I love Heath Ledger. I really like Julia Stiles. That was why I was shocked. You hadn't seen this movie yet because I know how much you love JGL. And yeah. Like, if anybody's seen this is going to be Tyler. Well, I think I hadn't because JGL um, hated taking the role. Really? Yeah. He yeah. like regrets doing the movie? No, he doesn't anymore as an adult, but it, at the time he, he hated it. Huh. Do you, why did he hate it? Do you know? Uh, it was too goofy and ridiculous. He wanted to take serious roles. And uh, so he like, his agent was trying really hard to get him to take it. And he was like, no, no, I won't do it. Like I, I, I only want to take more serious stuff. And, uh, he like begrudgingly took the role and like throughout production, like, I guess just was like very like down on the whole movie, like didn't like it. 
That's and then that's hilarious. And then in like retrospect, as an adult, now he says like, "I'm really glad I did it. I like made good friends, and it, you know, I'm glad I did it." But yeah, I hated I hated it at the time. Gotcha. Wow. So that was why I'd never watched it because like I, my love for JGL extends to things that he hates that he did. So <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I like him in this movie and I, you know, like I, he can be very much like if I'm watching a movie with him, I'm not saying he's bad, but sometimes I just don't, I don't like him for whatever reason, but I loved, I, I liked him in this movie and it was just good fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's, you know, like, I think it was probably young, uh, like arrogance. Like he was just like, no, I only want to do super indie artistic films. Like that's all I want to do. Um, maybe he thought he had to learn French. He already knew it actually. (laughs) Yeah. His, uh, his mom, I think is French. And so he, he speaks fluent. So so he faked not knowing French. Yeah. The, the trivia for this movie was, uh, it, they were reaching when I was looking it up. People were like, did, did you know that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is only asking uh, Heath Ledger, uh, Patrick, to find, uh, to take Cat out so that he can take out Bianca? I'm like, that's the movie. Like, that's what it's about. Like, did you watch it? I did know that because I watched the movie. Yeah, that's not trivia. It's plot. Yeah. Um, well, that's okay because apparently I'm going to fill in the lack of trivia with trivia that I happen to know about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So <laughs> you know more about the movie than IMDb does. <laughs> Tyler's just going to start a podcast on JGL, and he's just going to he's just going to talk at a wall. He doesn't need anybody else. Oh yeah, no. I'll I'll just wax poetically about Joseph Gordon-Levitt and he's never going to read anything new about him ever again. It's just going to be from previous knowledge. He's already acquired. So JGL up to 2021 yeah, and nothing else. Correct. It'll be similar to a biography. It's a a love project. I, I could trust Tyler to do that. I could not trust Scott to do that. Because <laughs> Scott would be like, it's what I remember. <laughs> Even if it's not true at all. Well, yeah. I wouldn't have to say that because w- I'm just talking to a wall. Yeah, but you'd be like, <laughs> there's no one who can it, challenge your podcast. Somebody comments on the podcast, like, that's just a that's just a fabrication. I'd be like, you know, JGL's favorite movie he ever did was 10 Things I Hate About You. He loved it on the set. He had a crush on Julia Stiles. <laughs> they, I heard they started dating afterwards. That's what I remember. <laughs> Until 2000. 2020 i heard <laughs> they're married still dating they have four kids <laughs> oh man well this uh this movie was made uh in uh 1999 march 31st 1999 uh directed by gil younger and written by karen mccullough and kirsten smith i don't know who any of those people are i don't either uh i think I, they're just fans of shakespeare <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently uh the other guys gave this a 69% and IMDb gave it a 7.3 wow take a 7.3 surprisingly this was uh nominated for an academy award which one uh casting for a comedy how many uh was that for like, <laughs> Al- <laughs> was that for like Alice and Janney or somebody or like I'll concede that they cast it well. Yeah, they I mean they cast it extremely well. Um let me see who the casting director was. Should I get into my take? I haven't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm Give sorry. Well, he's okay. looking that up. Jump in. Because I'm technically a late bloomer, but I've I actually had attempted to watch this once before a long time <laughs> you had ago. To stop? Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, and so I stopped. And so this time coming up to it, I was thinking like, you know, maybe like, 
maybe I didn't give it a, a like enough time to really get into it. And so Kate and I watched it together and then we stopped again. <laughs> uh, we You didn't watch it for the podcast. I, no, I finished it. <laughs> okay. I did finish it, but we stopped watching it together because we both did not like it. Even Kate was just like, this sucks. Um, and so I had to go back and finish it yesterday. Um, I didn't like it. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was bad. I didn't think it was funny at all. Um, it felt like it was people who had like had their teen years erased from their memory, trying to write about what, like what teens think is funny and how teens talk. And, uh, I, I thought most of the characters were pretty insufferable and none of them were very likable. Uh, there was just, I don't think a single thing about this movie I enjoyed. You didn't think that, uh, I forgot his name, Michael or whatever, the, the, Who's that? the friend, JGL's friends. You didn't think that he David was David Krimmeltz? Yeah. He, yeah, I, I mean, he was, was okay. Him was and Cameron likable. were the most tolerable characters, but I didn't like, like them. I didn't think they were funny. I thought. I didn't understand Cameron's motives at all. Like he sees this, which like I, you can, I feel like you could uh, argue any of my points to one, like that's not the fault of the movie that's Shakespeare's fault maybe for writing it. And also like they're dumb teenagers, like teenagers don't make sense and they're immature. So like, you know, but like it, Cameron's love for this girl that he doesn't know at all was like annoying to me and that he's going through all these hoops for this girl who like, there's not a single redeeming quality about her. That seems like a very teen thing to do though. I know like, exactly. So you can, like I just said, so maybe like, you, you could, hate it. Maybe you don't hate the movie. Maybe you just hate teens. But like I said at the beginning of this movie, it's like there's a ton of teenage movies that I really enjoy. And that to me, like the characters, their decisions make more sense. The, you know, I, maybe this is just more true to life, though, because you know what? Like I, I, you know, having been a teenager not that long you're ago, right. this is a pretty realistic yeah, depiction. Like we, of we did you know, we did some dumb things as teenagers that didn't make any sense. What was yeah, the dumbest I, thing you did as a teenager? Get what get paid to like take a girl to prom. Yeah, I didn't even go to prom, actually. <laughs> No, I didn't do very many dumb things. I, I just didn't do anything, oh. <laughs> you know, which was dumb in itself. <laughs> I just, yeah, th there wasn't anything about this movie that I liked. Uh, it, to me, it made no sense that what, like how anyone would like either of the two female protagonists in this movie. Like it didn't make any sense that Patrick would develop feelings for her because she was such a terrible character throughout the entire film. Um, and it, it frustrated me that Cameron loved the girl so much that he didn't know it all. And was also like a terrible person. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, I think those are all fair takes from my perspective, at least. Um, I did do a little digging for you guys while Zach was was talking. Uh, this was uh, cat. The casting director was Gail Goldberg, so she was the one who was nominated for <laughs> casting uh -huh. uh, for an Academy Award, and she's just cast a bunch of. Um, a uh, bunch of comedies. She's been a casting director on comedies. Mr. Mr. 3000, uh, College Road Trip, Prom, The Hot Chick, Princess Diaries, Double Take, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and 10 Things I Hate About You are among her casting things. And then uh, the director, Gil Younger, who I didn't know anything about, uh, literally was just a pretty much a television director. Um, he directed episodes of... Uh, two guys, a girl in a pizza place, Darman, Greg, two of a kind, the Hughleys. Uh, I haven't heard of any of those. Ellen. I've heard of Darman, Greg, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. It was okay, a I've show about her. Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, wait, Ellen show. had like a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, then I haven't heard about it. I had no idea. 
apparently I've watched more sitcoms than anybody else. Uh, cause I know all of those and watched all of those. Uh, and then the, the only other movie it looks like that he really did, um, was black Knight with Martin Lawrence. I didn't see that either. I haven't seen it, but I I do think I might like it. I've never seen it, but like the uh, <laughs> the poster of it is ingrained in my head because every time I went to Blockbuster as a kid, I, there's like a hundred copies on the wall. <laughs> like it was in every there was like oh, thousands so people were of copies of it. They were just in every on Blockbuster. Yeah. How how long was it in Blockbuster for? I mean, I don't know that. Legend has know. it that it's, it's still in the last blockbuster. <laughs> the, one that you, the one that you can Airbnb? Yeah. Probably. That's cool. You can watch Black Knight on, on VHS and, and that's it. <laughs> this is the only one left. Yeah. In Bend, Oregon. Oh, they destroyed all vacation. the VHSs when yeah. they, when they yeah. all shut down? They I think, left all the cases on the walls, but only one of them has a VHS mm. in it. It's Black Knight. <laughs> I, I think you can wear... Um, I think you can wear... Uh, What's his name? Russell Crowe's jockstrap as well while you watch those. Wait, what is that from? I don't get it. Oh, did you guys not hear about this? Uh-uh. No. Uh, so the last blockbuster in like a joke attempt at like saving it, um, John Oliver bought a bunch of memorabilia from movies and then donated it to this blockbuster to put on oh, display. That's hilarious. And one of the, one of the things like the, the prized possession was uh, 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 Russell Crowe's uh, jockstrap from uh, the movie Cinderella Man. Interesting. I'd pay good money to go see that. <laughs> that blockbuster or that movie? That jockstrap. Just that jockstrap. <laughs> there it is. And then uh, the the author or the writers of this movie, the screenwriters, Karen McCullough and Kirsten Smith, um, wrote together, it looks like on everything that they've done before, they have the exact same filmography, um, but they wrote She's the Man, Ella Enchanted, uh, legally blonde. Um, and, uh, this movie, of course, 10 things I hate about you. Also the 10 things I hate about you television series. There was a TV series. There was, uh, for like like 20 episodes or something. Uh, well it went on from 1999 to 2010. So it had an 11 year run. So I would guess that it's more than 20 episodes, two episodes a year. Like, are they related in any way? I uh, to each other. Yeah. Like the movie to the show. Oh yeah. It really builds up the world of 10 things yeah. I hate about it's, you. It's actually all about the dad of the two girls at work. He's my favorite. He's character. an obstetrician, right? Is yeah. That the right yeah, word? yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's all about all the babies he delivers. Yeah. He, he was my favorite character in the movie. I thought he was very funny. It is. You thought he was very funny. He was yeah. not funny at all. When he was he like, funny? He's like, we're just going out to study with a couple of friends. He's like, otherwise known as an orgy. And it just makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought his, I thought his character was written was really well. Just I liked it. It was like funny. the caricature of a parent of a teenager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. But that, that's what made it not funny. Is that, <laughs> that it wasn't realistic. Not that it has to be realistic. It just wasn't clever. Like I didn't think any of the humor was clever. Like he's working out and he flings his like thing and it crashed. Like it's just, and they like stare at the, stare at it for 10 seconds. It felt like so forced and, I never thought he was funny at all. I I think you just really don't like '90s comedies. I I guess that we'd have to compare it to. Some, I can't think of any. Other we haven't 90s done any comedies. other nom- '90s comedies for the podcast. But that's probably we? true, right? Because it was it was a 
it was a dead zone for comedies. Like there wasn't a whole, like they were all bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they weren't great, but the, these are all like all the things you're talking about. It's like, I'm thinking about like, yeah, that was just pretty much every comedy in the nineties. I probably wouldn't when, like when Harry Mattelli almost made it though. That was 89. True. When did Dumb and Dumber come out? Uh, I mean, that just proves it, my point. The 90s, I hate yeah. You don't like Dumb and Dumber? No, I <laughs> hate wow. it. But that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was. It, that was what all comedies in the 90s were. Everything that he's describing, that's what they were like. Huh. Um. So, Jake, <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You uh, <laughs> is uh, a TV show on ABC Family. It is about the Stratford sisters. Huh. The two worst characters. And... I don't understand how this is possible, but Scott's right. There are only 20 episodes. What? <laughs> it went for 10 years with 20 episodes, two episodes a year. I don't know how they, I don't know how they, uh, did you look that up? I had seen it in on the Wikipedia page. Yeah. It, okay. It says to the, it says it ran only for 2009 to 2010. I mean, it says, uh, 1999 to 2010. What the so IMDb could just have like bad facts. <laughs> did they get Julia Stiles for it? What's she doing? They did not. No, no. there's only like one person. Who, David Crumbles. No, wasn't that person. I don't know who it was, but it was, there's only one oh, person. Larry, Larry Miller, the dad. Oh, okay. So perfect. So is, <laughs> I think, Scott's, are you going to go back and watch this show? <laughs> I think Scott's seen all 20 episodes. <laughs> it's actually my favorite show. It's, it's, it's very similar to house, but it's all with, uh, <laughs> So he's solving, place in the hospital. He's solving, solving medical <laughs> mysteries about, about births. Birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just throughout the, like the show, there's like a, like he references the movie, like, Oh, my daughter wants to go to the prom. And yeah. Like, yeah. But it's, it's same, same place at the like, same time as the movie. Yeah. During this emergency C-section, he's yeah. talking about it. You know, my, my daughter, <laughs> I told her she could only date if her older sister dates first. <laughs> and then he's like, wait a minute. This woman is even pregnant. Why am I cutting her open? <laughs> so he's like not like house at all. Like he's actually no, just getting into his own self-made blunders. Well, it's actually yeah. it's in the house universe, and so he's creating problems that then house, house has to fix. <laughs> house has to come in and fix. Man, this is a like a very well well developed yeah. franchise here. Kevin Fay, he did it. I don't know who that Feige. is. Feige. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? It sounded like fajita when you said it. I was like, who's the Kevin yeah, fajita? Kevin Fahey sounds like just a fake person. Yeah. I never knew how to say his last name. I'm glad you went for it so confidently. <laughs> That's okay. I've said it wrong. I said it wrong for a long time. I would always say Fiji or something like that. And like people let me do it, I guess. And then eventually one of my coworkers, like after I'd said it, like not in front of other people, pulled me aside and he's like, by the way, it's pronounced Feige. Feige. I was like, oh, thanks. I like that that was such a sensitive issue for him that he pulled you aside. <laughs> well, he just didn't, like, uh, like I'd say it multiple times and like I, I was obviously saying it wrong very confidently and it was just like, he was just trying to help me not look like an idiot. I would have loved if it was that story, but it was Scott and he was like, hey, by the way, it's not he gets <laughs> it's <fahey. bae. laughs> Fahey is what yeah. I said. Fahey. I don't know what you said, but it was not. I think it was more off than that. I don't think we can recreate it. I'm just, I'm glad we recorded it. Preserved forever. Because I can't back. make my mouth make that noise. <laughs> it's, it's what I remember. It's what I recall. All right. Should we jump into 
Yeah, let's 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 talk a little bit about Does this movie. Does anyone want movie? to defend this movie to me? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that there's like there's no defense I can make that's going to change your mind. I know we already kind of talked about it, but you want to give us like the the twenty second TLDR? Yeah, yeah. So um, this there's a new kid on the block, Joseph Gordon Levitt, army brat, moving around, and he gets brought into a new high school, and he immediately is just stricken with uh, Bianca Stratford, who is like the popular girl. His his friend showing him around is like, don't even bother looking at her. Uh, and then he finds out that she can only date if her older sister Kat can date. And she is, she's the shrew, if, uh, if that wasn't clear to everybody. And she's, nobody likes her. She's just kind of ripping down prom posters, listen to angry metal. Because I don't think we said this on the podcast. Maybe we did, but this is Taming of the Shrew. Oh, I if we didn't say that on the podcast, I should have said that. This is an adaptation of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes up with this plan to trick the rich mean kid into paying Heath Ledger to take out Kat, the older sister, uh, and then he's going to swoop in and date Bianca when she's allowed to date because Kat's dating. And then they fall in everybody falls in love with each other except for the jerk jock guy he he gets punched in the face at the end (laughs) a lot Um, of the characters in in this movie were really violent like they had said that like what's the shrew's name cat cat like that she had like kicked someone in the balls previously (laughs) and had to have a a testicle (laughs) retrieval surgery (laughs) and she like wasn't expelled for that and like (laughs) even heath ledger almost murders uh cameron he like goes to talk to him and he just plunges his oh his drill through the middle of the french book that if he didn't see the book there like it was so quick he could have killed him <laughs> I, like, I can't that, believe that this is just happening that just i wonder if that was in. from a scene from uh i don't think they had very many power drills in shakespeare <laughs> well, i mean definitely adapted could have been like a sword yeah yeah it's like oops <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> pulled a Danny. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think that that, that scene right there played into the whole aura around Heath Ledger's character, Patrick, which I found very funny when they're talking about him. Like that was one of my favorite parts where they're like, he ate a duck live. <laughs> he like just left the bill in the feet. <laughs> and like that whole scene, I just thought it was funny. Silly. Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. Did you, uh, did you nothing. make it through? Did you make it through the plot synopsis, the TLDR? Pretty much, I, I think that like in the in the twenty second pitch of this movie, like yeah. that's what the movie's about, right? Yeah, they, yeah, and the shrew and Heath Ledger fall in love at the end. Yeah, even like, though she finds out that he was paid, because uh, he, he used that money to buy her a guitar, so that's all yeah. it took. Honestly, I don't, I don't know that he in taking because he took more money from him right mm-hmm. but like why wouldn't you just take money from this guy you you're getting oh, paid yeah. to take out a girl that you like like who wouldn't make the same decision oh he did, yeah you know but he the he only thing he that. did wrong was he didn't tell her like been like hey he's giving me money to take you well, out because so he didn't like her at first right yeah but then he falls yeah but it feels like he falls really quickly for her like pretty oh. much the first date that they're at the party and she's drunk and he's like i think everyone falls in love very quick 
quickly with everyone in this movie. Like, it doesn't take uh, for David Kremlitz, All he had to do was dress up as Shakespeare, and he got that girl to make out with him. Actually, that's not true. All he really had to do was send her an outfit that looked vaguely yeah. Shakespearean, and that's all it took. Actually, both of you are wrong. All it took was for him to know a he line. He just like said a line. He said oh, a line, yeah. what? and then he's From, like, "You know Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah, every high school kid is like a like Required assigned reading. Shakespeare." And like, then I loved that gr- her response was so ridiculous and he's like do you really like shakespeare and she's like we're involved <laughs> that he's, was he's been weird. dead for 500 years. that was really weird so apparently the original script was like darker than this and her character uh in the original script describes several suicide attempts in order to be with william how do you know wow. this about the movie that jake can't even find trivia on on the internet oh i it, saw that too but i just thought we wouldn't want to talk about oh. it <laughs> <laughs> because i was going into this thinking everybody hated it and i was like let's just Let's move through this. You know, like I'm not going to be like, oh, did would you have liked this alternate take? <laughs> sounds like, that sounds like something Zach would have actually liked. <laughs> I may have. Yeah, it would have been a little bit more like if anything. It just would have proved to me more that like every student in this high school has like severe mental issues. <laughs> like both well, the Stratford girls have like like I think they're both sociopathic. <laughs> the younger daughter shoots her coach. In, uh, with an arrow and in, feels no remorse. In fairness, I don't think she noticed that she did that. But then she looks and sees him and he's doubled over in pain with the arrow sticking out of his butt. And, yeah. she just like and other girls rush to his aid returns. and she doesn't. <laughs> that was that was another one of the trivia. They're like, did you know that the reason that he winces when he sits down later in the movie is because he got shot in the butt with an arrow? Like, yes, I watched it. <laughs> another thing that frustrated me about this movie and kind of frustrated me that you picked it is like, I feel like this barely makes the qualification of a romantic movie. I mean, it's about several romances. But I guess, but it's not romantic. It doesn't feel romantic. I don't know. It, it's a, I, I, I think that's a little extreme, but uh, it just doesn't it, hit your, it doesn't your hit your strings. Yeah. I yeah. would be surprised if it hits anyone's romance. Like if anyone's watching is thinking like, man, like I feel moved by the romance that I'm watching. I think it's way more comedy than it is definitely, romance. Definitely. I would say that, but I think that it is a romantic comedy. I think though, again, getting back to what we were saying earlier, this is directed at teenagers who yeah. don't have super well-developed ideas of what romance is. I feel like if this movie's romantic, then you could say that about like Pirates of the Caribbean, the curse of the black pearl. Cause two of the characters <laughs> fall in love, but the movie isn't about them falling in love. This movie is about them dating. It's not really up. about them falling. In, it's about him trying to like hustle the, the bully <laughs> for money. And they happen to fall in. No, love. I think it's more about uh, Pat, no, not Patrick JGL's character's name. Yeah. Cameron. Cameron, Cameron trying to hustle the bully Mercutio uh, to yeah, <laughs> solid, solid name. You know. Isn't that one from Romeo and Juliet? Yes, <laughs> it is. It's not um, from Taming of the Shrew. But uh, Petruchio. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Petruchio right. yeah. is Patrick. Yeah, and uh, I, I was, I did a little bit of trivia reading, and apparently, uh, this, this doesn't seem like that wide of a stretch that like, Oh, Heath Ledger based it on somebody's portrayal of Petruchio in a 1967 version of taming of the shrew. But this is the interesting thing that I did not pick up on at all was he was trying to give him a Jack, uh, Jack Nicholson edge with his, (laughs) with his cheeky (laughs) smiles and whatever, like edginess. Like which, which version of Jack Nicholson? I I don't know. I have no idea. Bucket list version. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, another bit of trivia that I found while while trolling through uh, looking for is that Heath Ledger is the third actor 
to sing Can't Take My Eyes Off of You before playing a Batman villain. One Ooh. of them is Jack Nicholson, oh. who also played the Joker. And then one of them, oh, wait, hold on, I have it written down, but it's somebody that played Catwoman. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Who? Uh, You're telling me you don't think Liam Neeson has ever sung? <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> Can't Sorry. take my eyes off of you. Um, <laughs> no one wait. else has ever done this, even in their life, yeah. <laughs> sang this song. And Not even Frankie Valley. He never. He never actually <laughs> sang it. <laughs> but you know what? He he nailed it. I, it sounds like he really sang it, and uh, it didn't sound good. It you did. I, I was surprised how good it sounded. Yeah, I thought like, it sounded I, decent. I thought it's like I. What I should say is like I was like, oh, I. That's definitely him. You yeah, know, where I was yeah. Like, they didn't get a professional singer in to do this, but you know he did. He Would did you good have preferred for what he it that way? No. Okay. Uh, no, I was just thinking like if I was an actor, maybe I wouldn't want to sing on camera, but. Yeah, I think that's one of the the things that like teens see as like romantic, like these grand gestures where like I get why like it's considered like a romance. I don't think it's romantic. I think it's a little weird, especially because he just didn't implement it well. But <laughs> I think that um, I'll save this hot take actually for a later episode. Also, was that during like a real game? Or is it just like a practice scrimmage? They were, that was just during like their PE. Their PE was crazy. They, <laughs> yeah, it really was. They Any, were doing archery at the same time a soccer game was going on and people were running around the track. Anything and, goes and, in and then, PE. Yeah, Heath Ledger is just Getting like lighting stuff on Arabs. fire and then running down onto the field. Someone, running away from police officers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Someone's... Having driving range practice, like yeah, the, the, the NBA kids are hitting golf balls at the archers. That's why I was like, this has to be like a, a real game because security is like coming down hard on him. Like they like tackled him. Yeah, I there was one moment in this movie that did make me laugh. It's when um again it takes place in PE, but uh, David <laughs> there's David, a lot of PE. David Krimmeltz is like running over to tell them something, and he like runs through and like during like track practice, and they like. He runs right in front of the track team. Yeah. They like hit him. He's like has to apologize. I thought that was kind of funny. He, it seems like his character was always like getting almost like he was always in the middle of other things. Like yeah. he was always like stepping into other scenarios that was happening. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Bernard. <laughs> what? Bernard from Santa Claus. Yeah. It's the same guy that plays. David oh, plays. <laughs> I don't remember last time I watched the Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I, we just watched it uh, this Christmas. Scott and I yeah. did. So I also, um, I changing gears a little bit. I'm sorry to, to, to take away from the Santa Claus, <laughs> but I, I did like, you didn't like the scene at all where they were introducing the clicks and you didn't think that was a little bit funny. No. When they were like, the cowboys oh. were lassoing a trash can. I didn't think that was funny, but I thought it was funny when, um, wasn't there like a, a, like a barista group or like a coffee. Yeah, yeah. coffee. That was yeah. kind of funny. I Here's the thing. I understand that like it, Zach had mentioned this once before where it's like you see something that like maybe set the tone for other things to copy it later, but those other things later did it better. Um, and like, yeah, I, I thought that was funny, but I thought it was way funnier in Mean Girls. Like how they did it in Mean Girls was way better than... Uh, than in 10 Things I Hate About You. I actually have not seen Mean Girls. Oh. Oh, that needs to make it to our list. Yeah, that needs to make it on the list. Girls, I, I like I, Mean Girls. I thought I put it on the list, or I had been very vocal that I hadn't seen it yet, and I just, I feel guilty watching movies now. 
uh, <laughs> where like I watched when you haven't seen them yet. You're yeah. like, dang, I could put this on the list. Yeah, where, like I was, I was looking at like the fugitive and it's like, I haven't seen this and I want to watch a movie right now. Ooh, but, I like the fugitive, but can I, I watched it. I'm sorry to say, no, that's fine. But uh, I felt bad. I felt bad about it the whole time. I was like, we could have talked about this on the podcast and this is a good movie. I the, don't think the fugitive makes the mark of like movies. You absolutely should have seen. Probably not. You don't think so? I I would I say like my. I feel like oh, everybody yeah, no, has with seen the, it. With the one, yeah, it, was, it gets it was not me. It was the one arm man. Yeah, it gets referenced in so many other things that like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the, I, I don't care part. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. pretty, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I yeah, I I thought that like I've seen it done after the fact better, and so like in this one, I I, I saw it, and I was like, oh yeah, that's funny, but. I've seen it done better now after the fact. And I, I have to give them props. Like, it seems like they were probably the first one to do it. So, like, I give 10 Things I Hate About You credit for that. But I liked it better in other things. And you know what you need to give it credit for? Introducing Heath Ledger to American cinema. Yeah, I, I do. I do. You know what? It, maybe without this movie, we don't have The Dark Knight. And we don't have A Knight's Tale, which yeah. is... I love A Knight's Tale. Would be tragic. A Knight's Tale's good. We, sh- we should do that one. We've all I seen think it. We've all seen I it. We okay, never mind then. Yeah, we've all seen it. Um, I, so some of my favorite, like some of my favorite parts, favorite scenes, Zach, I, I, I hear you, but I just completely disagree. The dad was probably my favorite character in this. Like I thought he was the, the funniest comic relief out of all of it. Um, I thought that, uh, I, I really liked the, the, all of the interactions between, uh, Cameron and, uh, the friend, what I was keep, the friend's I name? I keep forgetting his name. David Krummeltz. Yeah. <laughs> it's just David Krummeltz. Yeah. Who, <laughs> what uh, Zach was talking about before we recorded, just look up some pictures of that guy. He, uh, he's got a range of looks. Mm-hmm. He's a better shapeshifter than Christian Bale. Yeah, I would say so. I, I mean, he, he definitely like everything he does. He looks completely different. Uh, and he, and he's a good actor. Like he, he owns all these different roles really well. Like he plays the geeky guy really well, but he also plays the, the serious guy really well. I think he was my favorite character in this movie. Is it because of the actor or like how the character was written? Um, I guess both. Uh, I can't say that I've seen a lot with him in it. Um, but <clears throat> I, I thought his character was the funniest and I, th- I think he played his character really well. And he was the most believable character for me. Like I felt everyone else was just like, I don't understand the, your motives at all. And he was just like trying to like tell Cameron, like you can't do this or kind of things. Like you're the only one making sense. <laughs> he, he felt like the school bookie though. Like he, I think that's, I thought that was kind of funny, like, like a kind of funny. He knew everyone. Aspect. He knew yeah. everything. He was way more intelligent than anyone. Yeah. He was the God of the NBA click. Until he did something <laughs> yeah. with a dot com or something. Uh, he bought his IZODs online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> which and, is, and yeah. now, now they, now he's been kicked out. Right. So he's, he's a loner. Yeah. Until he gets his revenge on Barry. Isn't there a scene? Something? Boogie, Biggie, Booger. Booger. <laughs> I could be wrong, but isn't there a scene where like the NBA team like looks at him all like they're like mad at him? Like, yeah, yeah, that's like that scene think, where they're introducing the clicks. I think that's what like frustrated me about this. And it's probably just my my gripe with the 90s comedies is just like that was like kind of a funny joke. But then you like overdo it by showing the NBA team giving him death glares and like just like say the line let it be the line and that's all you need to say like that's funny as it is you know yeah and and i I went back and looked at like a list of 
uh, comedies from the nineties and uh, they're all like uh, just backing up my, my original statement. They're all just super over the top. It's like, it's this kind of idea that like you can have this funny joke, but we don't trust the audience enough to understand it. So we have to show you how funny it is. Yeah. We have to really play it up and that I don't like that. Like, you know, some of the other movies that are like that, uh, the mask Encino man, liar, liar, uh, the American pie, a couple of the American pie movies, uh, superstar. Uh, these were all huge. Tommy boy, Ace Ventura, blue streak, you don't like night Tommy at the boy? Roxbury. He's not listing movies. I don't like, <laughs> but I, you, I just feel like if they all fit the same, do you like Tommy boy? I have, I have seen Tommy boy. It's been a long time ago when I watched it. I liked it, but I haven't seen it in a really long time. I just watched it a couple of years ago, like on a plane. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot how funny this movie is. I like nineties comedies a lot. I'm not saying that the 90s comedies are bad. I'm no, just saying yeah. that 90s comedies, all of them way overplayed all of their and jokes. Here's the thing too, is that Tommy Boy has two SNL comedians, like funny enough to where they could be on SNL, but this has Julia Stiles. Well, and over the top is their character. It's not yeah. the style of the movie. But even right. so, like, they're just like, yeah, like they, they met the requirement of like, you know, like they made it on SNL. Like I'm not watching Julia Stiles try to be funny. And like, <laughs> I don't think Julia Stiles is just trying to be funny at any point in this movie. Oh, I know. I know she's not like the comic <laughs> relief, but she's still like one of the characters. Like if it's this funny movie, like it's, I'm just watching Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles be put in wacky situations. They're not funny in it. Would you have liked it more if they were over the top? No, I already feel like these characters are too over the top. Yeah, not necessarily in being funny. It's just in general, everything is just too hyperbolic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, I, I totally, I get it. I think it's funny, but I totally get why, you know, people would think it's not. I've just got to say tremendous relief that, uh, that, that Scott and Tyler at least enjoyed it. <laughs> I have no hope for you, Zach. Did Scott like it? Did you like it? He said he enjoyed it. For a teen movie. <laughs> I'll it. take it. You know, <laughs> yeah, for a teen I, movie, I for a '90s comedy, yeah, for it's, <laughs> it's tiered because it's like I put it in like I'm not trying to compare it to uh, a common or like an adult comedy of today. I guess yeah. I guess if I have to keep it in the genre of '90s teen movies, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> there we go. Pretty good. I guess. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Uh, Scott, how would you, uh, how would you compare this to another nineties comedy that I know you love, mm-hmm. but is still a little bit zany outlandish and like goes very hyperbolic over the top. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm. I would watch Mrs. Doubtfire a thousand times before this. I probably uh, would too. It's not that, uh, well, one, I don't think Mrs. Doubtfire is a teen movie. It's not, it's, but it's a nineties comedy. Yeah. I, I really enjoy Mrs. Doubtfire. I like I think Robin Williams is great. Isn't um is that considered a romantic movie? No. No. Isn't he trying to get back with his wife? No, he's no, just trying to be he's with trying his to be kids. around his kids. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. It's all about his kids. Yeah. Um No, Pierce Brosnan is the love interest of the mom. Oh yeah. I could see you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she made the right call. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, anything, Zach, we know that nothing worked for you, but uh, Scott, Jake, was there anything that you felt like in this movie just really didn't work for you? 
I mean, like some sometimes it was rough. Like when you're like listening to Julia Stiles yell at her dad, and like she says these like things that she thinks are super smart, and I'm like, oh, you're just, you know. But like it, it it's it, I think it's just who she was. I when I was watching, it, I was like, I don't really like these parts, you know. Yeah. So her relationship with her dad. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just some of the things she like her like her attitude like in class too, which I don't think we talked about their, their teacher, their English teacher. That guy was crazy. Yeah. I, he actually, I take back what I said about the dad. He, the English teacher is probably my favorite. Character. He was pretty funny, but I was like, man, like what teacher just gets up and is just roasting their students. I love it. <laughs> I want I more mean, of if it. Allison Janey is the principal. I oh, think anything goes. She's the school. guidance counselor and she's writing uh, erotic, oh, is she? erotic yeah. novels. I thought she was the principal. Yeah. Can we talk about how bananas she was? Yeah. <laughs> and also like, I feel like she's not in it enough to be like billed as one of the actors. Like right. she's barely over a cameo. She's I think seven lines or something. I think that, that <laughs> That is for me the right amount of Allison Janney. She grates on me, but like in this movie, I was like, "Oh, she's funny. That's a funny idea." Uh, but oh, I if I, I watch am, her too much, she bugs me. I'm, I disagree. I think she can be really good in certain things, and I hated her character in this, and I didn't think she was funny. Yeah, I actually really like her. One of my favorite roles of hers in in the vein of uh, teenage movies is it the way way back? Uh, Juno. Oh, okay. Yeah, Juno. She's Juno. good in Juno. I loved she, her in Juno. This is definitely not a movie you absolutely should have seen, um, but uh, the movie Away We Go, which I do really like. She has a short part in that, and she is really funny in that movie. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. Um, I haven't seen her in that many things, but in things that I've seen her in, like um, like the Way Way Back. Way Way Back, yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand her. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy her in that as well. Um, but yeah, her, her role in this is ridiculous. It actually reminded me though, it not, it's not a one-to-one, but just having a like ridiculous, uh, like, uh, guidance counselor, like just like, what can you say that to people? Uh, Scott and I had a guidance counselor like that in, uh, that. in high school that was writing erotic novels no but he would he would say things to students like if you ever do that again i'll crucify you upside down on the anthill uh out on the softball field jeez we won't say his name did he get fired (laughs) he did eventually at some point yeah Uh, or he resigned i'm not sure which but uh he was only there for a handful of years but he would say the most ludicrous things to students where you're like can you say that to me like (laughs) Like, so I felt like that wasn't that far off. It wasn't far-fetched. I was like, oh yeah, I relate. (laughs) Like it was the opening scene where she's like saying ridiculous stuff to Cameron, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character. And he says like, am I in the right room? Like, are you, who are you? Are you allowed to say that? Doesn't she also like kind of come on to Patrick? Like makes like kind of like sexually forward advance. No, 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 not forward. He just says something about like he gets in trouble for she thinks he's exposing himself in the lunchroom. And he says it was just a bratwurst that I was sticking through like my pants. Like it was a joke to the lunch ladies. And she says bratwurst. And she looks down at his groin and says like something like we're that's that's hopeful or that's optimistic or something but like then, that. Then, then she, she uses it's so uncomfortable. really yeah. uncomfortable. Then she uses bratwurst to describe something in her novel and uh, it's got to be the worst word. For <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scott, anything that you felt like in particular didn't work for you? Um, I mean, I, I felt like the dialogue was just, was just so, so I mean, I think the situation is funny. Like 
Uh, I've never read The Taming of the Shrew, but like I, I think the plot itself is good. Um, but yeah, I, I think the movie rates good for teen movie. As far as just uh, a rom com in itself, probably not that high. Teen movie in in every decade. A rom com teen movie in every decade. <laughs> a rom com teen movie adaptations of Shakespeare, starring Julia <laughs> okay. Stiles. Coming out in ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's it, gotta be it's rates up there. Top three <laughs> for Scott. Oh man, well. Uh, Without further ado, uh, let's uh, let's spin those servers up and uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Scott. Would you what would you rate this movie out of ten? I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a six out of ten. Uh, and Jake, what would are you we give this do, movie? Are we yeah. done with our Scott's done with so, it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of okay to get yeah, rid of that. I don't need to lay six out of ten ridiculous singing on benches getting tackled by security. <laughs> There. I'm just going to make it the worst thing ever <laughs> for all of you so that we stop doing it. I mean, I'm, I've always been super terrible at these. Like I have, I have yeah, all the I'm time to think about it. And then I'm like, I don't know. I like, think if you're inspired, go for it. Yeah. But if you're not, just say the number I'm giving it a six. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jake. I, well, I, I had something now. I feel like I shouldn't. No, you should. No, you should. I was, I was just going to give it a, a, a 6.7, uh, ducks eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> And Zach, I'll give this uh, 4.5 uh, really bad obstetricians that Dr. House has to clean up after. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I would give this movie a uh, 5.3 um, just ridiculous, uh, ridiculous characters for Heath Ledger to play. This is really tanking your average. Jack. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I've accepted my role in this, in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just as a reminder uh the other guys gave this a 69 percent uh imdb gave it a 7.3 and this movie 10 things i hate about you is a 56 percent on rotten potatoes we should relabel this uh 10 things i hate about this movie yeah <laughs> i think zach had more than 10 <laughs> but most of all he hates how he doesn't hate it doesn't hate it at all <laughs> <laughs> is that a line from the movie yeah, yeah. That's like the second to last line you guys are opening i know i know you guys were saying that like do the poem that's the 10 things she hates and in my head i was like oh i never picked up on that i really I, did she not title I, the poem 10 things i hate she about doesn't you? she doesn't I, say the title oh, okay super checked out by that point <laughs> it's she, also zach's favorite thing is when the title comes up in the movie yeah, I'm like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I, I point at the screen every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you should watch The Little Things then because that happens six times. The Little Things? The little That new Denzel Washington movie. Did that, you already watch it? Yeah. How was it? Awful. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I, I hated it. <laughs> I'm about halfway through it and I've I've enjoyed the first half. Hey, well, it's, it's just like... It, it starts, how, I'm sorry, it, it, it never starts and how, then it's over, you know? How much of how much of your hatred for it has to do with Rami Malek being Honestly, not much. Like, <laughs> I would just, I would call it, like, it, it, it felt to me like much worse seven. Um, yeah, totally. And, like, apparently the script's been bouncing around for, like, 20 years and... That's never it, a good sign. It, <laughs> it shows. Yeah. And uh, they keep saying the little things. <laughs> oh, Denzel Washington says it about eight times. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's the little things. It's the little things that get you caught. And like that, to that effect. Oh, man. Well, make sure to tune in next week as we move through uh, Dan and Athena month. 
uh, Dan and Athena's love uh, month. Yeah, Ty, what what movie do you have for us? I'm going to be doing The Notebook. Oh, oh Scott picked Titanic. Yeah, Scott picked Titanic. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, still two weeks spoilers. out. Way, to, weeks way out. to give away my movie. I, I was bleep just it so, out. Just bleep yeah, it out. I was just so ready to to talk about that one next week, you know, and I just now I need to readjust myself. That's fair. That's fair. But no, we're we're going to be talking yeah, about Jay, the can notebook. Can you do me a favor? Go back and rewatch Titanic. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll do it. And uh, with that, Zach, do you have any final thoughts about Ten Things I Hate About You? Yeah, you know what? Everyone loves Shakespeare, but I don't think he is really. All-